Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic podcast number 1102, June 22nd, 2023, the first day of uh, autumn for us in the Royal Order of the 21sters. Shoot, I forgot to write down the records. I do know that one of them was in 1910. It was very hot. And in 1962, it was very cool. Accuracy, that's what we're all that's, about Well, here. I got the years right. Yeah, I got the years close right. Close enough. It's swimming weather. I hope you've reached Aquaside. You're going to help maintain your swimming beach. Keep it clean, free of weeds and algae and junk that you want to get rid of with Aquaside products. I was talking to a guy last night. He uses Aqu- Aquaside products up in the Brainerd Lakes area. It's perfect. The swimming beach is perfect. And uh, I think yours will be, too. All you have to do is call Aquaside, tell them what you're looking at, describe your problem, and they'll get you the right products. They're made right there in White Bear Lake. They work quickly. They're easy to use. They're registered with the correct authorities. Call Aquaside at one 800 328 9350 or go to aquaside.com for a weed-free beach. And now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor. Joe Sushir. You want positivity? Let's go. Start us out. Bring it. Uh, The world still exists. Uh, Greta Thunberg had predicted, I think it was either, yeah, today. No, this is dated the 21st. Right. She predicted that uh, humanity would be wiped out yesterday. Uh, and then she had to delete that tweet. Here we are. We're here, here we are. Yeah. Now, uh, regarding this poor, disturbed young woman, why why is she paid attention to, if you compare her, for example, to the people uh, dressed in flowing robes who walk through Manhattan holding a sign saying, the end is here. No one gives them a second thought. Right. But why does this complete lunatic get get publicity you tell me because i can't figure it out because it's part of the agenda if the if the if the guy in the flowing robes walked through manhattan and said the world is going to end because we use fossil fuels he'd make the front page of the papers he'd at least get a photograph but he's just a religious nut that walks around with the flowing robes and says the end is near so that he's easy to ignore greta has no religion except mother and therefore, she gets the attention. In any event... We really shouldn't be blaming her, because she's a dumb kid. Well, she's, she's, just, well she's, she's not even a kid anymore. She's got to be 21 or 22. She, she's being used and manipulated. But her brain hasn't developed yet, according to uh, Mary Moriality, uh, who is oh, uh, right. speaking of whom... Uh, she'll have difficulty with the Derek Thompson charges because he's 26. That Mm -hmm. means his brain's been developed. Mm -hmm. So she can't excuse uh, uh, juvenile behavior. She will be 21, excuse me, 21 January 3rd. But her uh, occupation is environmental activist on Wikipedia. She has no occupation. She's a puppet, and she doesn't realize it. What age will she be when she finally realizes, Jesus, I was really being used? I was a dumb kid, and they just used me as a marketing. To throw her into therapy. She, and, she's just a gimmick, a yeah. marketing gimmick. Only 
me could turn uh, the uh, visit to the Titanic on the sub into a positive. Positive Thursday. Because they're now finding, according to the Coast Guard, a debris field, which suggests that the uh, five people have met their unfortunate end. Okay. And I got a note from Scott in Invergrove, and that's what got me thinking. He said, this is really a top-drawer example of man losing sight with nature. And I got to thinking about it, and I said to myself, there's got to be a thin line between losing your relationship with nature and setting aside that concern of yours in an attempt to confront nature. I mean, you could say that the first guy that climbed Mount Everest lost sight with nature. Right. But he he made it. He did it. Now thousands of people also do it and want to do it. Would you have gotten on the Wright Brothers airplane? Hell no. No. Well... It could be that, first of all, these are five guys who probably carefully reviewed their estate plans before they got on this thing. It could be that they knew quite well that this is, this. uh, we got a 50-50 shot at best. Now, why the Titanic holds that magnetism for you, I have no idea. But the idea of going down to the bottom of the ocean at such depths could be an example of setting aside your relationship with nature in order to confront it. In other words, I think what they did is much different than a moron who tries to take a selfie with a bull elk. I would okay because yeah, there were yeah. some preparations. So, to so it, here sure. I'm going. I'm 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 hot here. I'm going somewhere. Uh, the idea that where I would have been stopped was just the apparatus. But then again, look what the Wright brothers flew. But look you can't, what Charles Lindbergh flew over the Atlantic. You can't tell me that there aren't better contraptions than the one they went on. Uh, that okay. I would have had some pause about this, although that particular vessel, the Titan, had successfully gone down there and back. Mm-hmm. And and so we don't know what happened on this trip. I'm buying your theory, though, that road hard and put away wet. They had some uh, screws that were made to be a little loose, and the equipment was um, it tested. Just, it just couldn't take one more exposure to that pressure. Right. And, and so, therefore, they perished. I don't feel... Uh, I, I'm very confident in saying they perished. They had no food. They were supposed to be gone eight hours. They were supposed to go down and come back. Well, they had no food. It's cold. Bathroom. They got nothing. Nothing. Maybe they had That's what I would have said. You know, you're a billionaire. Uh, among the passengers was a billionaire. Why don't you commission something yourself to be built? He did, I thought. No, I don't think so. I, I ho- hitched a ride with this piece of crap. No, no, I'm pretty sure the guy in charge had this built. Oh, I know. His name is... Uh, He's got a fancy name that came over on, with the Pilgrims, Stock, Stockman something. But I have another piece here uh, from an early Ocean Gate passenger. <clears throat> this is from uh, NBC. He went on a 2021 dive to the Titanic, to the Titanic, and he described this vessel that's disappeared as a metal tube a few meters long with a sheet of metal for a floor. 
All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you have to be a little bit crazy to do this, said Arthur Lobel, a 61-year-old retired businessman and adventurer from Germany. So again, let's not discount the adventurer aspect of this. Again, these guys are different than idiots who take a picture with a buffalo at Yellowstone. Okay. Those are people buy, that don't yes. know what the hell they're doing. Or standing on the edge of the Grand Canyon. Right. Yeah. To some degree, if they they knew what they were doing because they signed the document. And how many references to the death? Three three references to death on the first page of the waiver they had to sign. Right. So they knew what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, Loibel told the AP that he first had the idea of seeing the Titanic wreckage while on a trip to the South Pole in 2016. At the time, a Russian company was offering dives for a half million bucks. After Washington State-based OceanGate announced its own operation a year later, he jumped at the chance paying 110 grand for a dive in 2019 that fell through when the first submer- submersible from that company did not survive its testing. Mm, All right. Okay. Two years later, he went on a voyage that was successful, mm. along with OceanGate CEO Stockton Rush. Now, he's the one on the boat right now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or what's left of it. French diver and Titanic expert Paul Henry Nargoulet and two men from England. Imagine a metal tube a few meters long with a sheet of metal floor floor. You can't stand. You can't kneel. Everyone is sitting close to or on top of each other, Loibel said. You cannot be claustrophobic. During the two-and-a-half-hour descent and ascent, the lights were turned off to conserve energy with the only illumination coming from a fluorescent glow stick. The dive was repeatedly delayed to fix a problem with the battery and the balancing weights. In total, the voyage took ten-and-a-half hours. The group was lucky and enjoyed an amazing view of the wreck, Loibel said. Unlike visitors on other dives who only got to see a field of debris, or in some cases, nothing. Some customers lost non-refundable payments after bad weather made descent impossible. At 500 grand? Yeah. He described Rush, that would be Stockton Rush, as a tinkerer, who tried to make do with what was available to carry out the dives. <laughs> but in hindsight, he said, it was a bit dubious. Uh, that, that's my grandpa. <laughs> it was, I was a bit naive looking back now, Loibel said. It was a kamikaze operation. Uh, All right. Mm. The Ocean Gate submersible carrying Rush, Nergolay, a British adventurer, and two members of a Pakistani business family. So, okay, Rush has been down there before, Rush Stockton, and this Titanic expert, the Frenchman Nergolay, had been down there before on the same trip that Loibel has been describing. Okay. Uh, Do we know what happened? I mean, did it literally explode because of pressure we're gonna get to that oh. yeah get to the positive thing too i'm still i'm not, being positive yeah, yeah, right. i'm being all... positive they they man man human, hu- human mm-hmm. people uh are forever challenging the boundaries of the sky or the depths of the ocean or what have you yes you in the back far be it from me yeah to throw a wrench into the system but you are aware of the quote that has surfaced from the new york post i have not the uh, the ceo of the titanic tour yeah 
He said he, quote, didn't want to hire 50-year-old white guys. We, we, we covered that yesterday. I know, but that's throwing a wrench into what... Because the white they guys inspirational. don't inspire the younger generation. So he turned to college graduates that knew nothing about submarining right. and taught them what he thought they should know. Right. Are you throwing a wrench into my positivity? No, I'm just saying because I know a lot of GLers are going to email that We're to you. We're keeping it real, my man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Well, okay, that's that's what I have. Uh, Bill Stein, uh, our friend Bill up in Aiken, writes, let me, an old diving instructor, try to clarify the pressure the submersible was under if it got to the Titanic. Oh, boy. At sea level, the air above us exerts 16 pounds of pressure on us. Okay. This is known as one atmosphere. Okay. So right now... We're, we're subjected to one atmosphere, all right? Got it. For every 33 feet of seawater, another atmosphere, 16 pounds, is added, all right? The Titanic sits at 13,000 feet. 13,000 divided by 33 would give us the number of atmospheres, 394 atmospheres. 394 atmospheres with a weight of 16 pounds, each meaning they are under pressure of 6,303 pounds per square inch. Hmm. As Quint said in Jaws, farewell and adieu to you, fair Spanish ladies. If they're down there, they ain't coming back. Good luck, and let's pray they're bobbing around somewhere on the surface and the hatch can be open before oxygen runs out. And that, as we're now learning, seems... Uh, seems unlikely. So there's a good chance, that you, since you said debris field, that this That's thing just, the Coast Guard's latest. It just exploded, which uh, means there are no bodies. It, it means it probably would have just been crushed and... Imploded. Uh, yeah, just crushed. I don't know if it disintegrates. Wow. Okay, dark thought. You being a writer, you must have thought about this because it's all I can think of. The scenario, the script if you will. Taken by aliens? No, the script. What went on and what was said from the moment that they submerged until the moment they died? If you were going to turn this into a book or a movie. Okay, uh, great question. If it was five morons who would take a picture with the bull elk, okay. the conversation would have been indecipherable. It would have been screaming in panic. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't have been, it would have been, it would have made no but sense. But we have to assume there were hours and hours went by where they knew they were doomed. If, 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 Right, and in those hours, if they regarded themselves as adventurers, they apparently were willing to take that chance. And they might have been saying things like, you know, we rolled the dice, fellas. This doesn't look good. We, uh, we're going to buy the farm here. Somebody also said that there was issues with something called the air scrubber. So that actually made me think positive thoughts and I thought well maybe they died before they knew there was like Payne Stewart right right they were all gone before they knew they, well, they were, were in asleep. trouble yeah. right so maybe they just went to sleep or do you yeah. think maybe a couple of them said hey that corner over there is available no. how you doing no the one fly in my ointment <laughs> is, in terms of the lights are off you know, there's some mood lightings yeah <laughs> dudes knowing dudes yeah absolutely the one <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get through this, and you wonder why I go face first well, into the taters, all right? The... the one fly in my ointment is that if I'm going to canonize them as some sort of quasi-adventurers, or at least give them 
the benefit of the doubt that they knew perfectly well what they were in for. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I, I would have felt better if they were just attempting to explore an unexplored part of the ocean. This yeah. this hold the Titanic has on people, I just I, I don't, don't understand. I, I've never understood. So many ships have gone down. I was going to say, there's 100,000 ships in the ocean. Why this one? It's, you know, what do you think? And you're a billionaire. It's not like you're going to grab a violin with a remote control arm and think you're going to make some money. What the hell's the attraction of the, yeah. of the Titanic? And Plus, it, we've all seen the movie. Yeah, not only have we seen the movie, but we've seen the footage of like who was it, Ballard or whoever that sent cameras down there. Yeah. Yeah, we know, yeah, we know what it looks like. Why do we need to go down? Because there? it's the biggest. Because it's it's so what it has um, an aura about it because it was the fastest. It can't sink. There's another. That's nature again. Yep. Nature won there. By the way, the maps really make you realize that, that boat damn near made it to America. Almost. It damn near so made how it. How far so away close. is it? Yeah, from a couple Sherman. hundred miles off it's uh, out there. Newfoundland. Yeah, it's out there. Hell, they were ready to swing into New York and do the Charleston. Right. I mean, it was a hell of a deal. Well, that's my take on this. Uh it's undeniably interesting. People are saying, Would this be covered if it was three People uh, who didn't have any money and blah, blah. And no, this this is interesting. No matter who you are or whatever socioeconomic level you are, this is interesting. Three, five guys went down in a, in a suspect, I call it a suspect vessel, to see the Titanic. And I'm just suggesting that they, they were five guys who knew perfectly well they were taking one hell of a chance. I feel the same way about the people that go up in uh, Elon Musk's rocket. Oh, I was going to bring that up. You You got Musk and you got Bezos and you got Zucker. Look at the guy. Look at the guy for Red Bull who did the highest jump ever. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was so high up. He was seeing a round earth. Right. And he leaped off the platform. Yeah. He's never been heard from since. He's completely screwed up. Right. No, I don't know if he is or not. <laughs> he is tough as he, well, when he fell, <coughs> came right up. And, and you, you know, I suppose uh, what he did is they went under, they underwent extensive testing on his equipment, his parachute, his oxygen, whatever, and he gave it a shot and he did it. Uh, I think as history looks at this incident, really what will happen is that people will learn, and not in my lifetime, but inevitably, if you want to go see the Titanic, it'll be a Disneyland ride. You pay 22 bucks and you're in a, uh, you're in a, a cab as comfortable as a first-class airline seat. And you can, you know, go down and take pictures and see it on TV. Speaking of that. There'll be a concession uh, stand. And I'm not exaggerating. It'll be whatever you want. What was the name of the ride that you bailed out of at uh, Disney World? 20,000 Leagues Under the the Sea. I had some problems. Which never actually went underwater No, but I thought it did. Yeah. How long did you last? I climbed over children to get out of there. About 90 (laughs) seconds? Not even that. I just said, this is The hatch was still open. Yeah. We I'm got out. a guy coming out. Um, so this is from Joe Rogan. It's a diagram of the of the sub that went missing. Yeah, I've seen the diagram. And did you see? It's dreadful. The bathroom's in front. Yeah. 
And one guy comments, figures the crapper is the best seat in the house for yeah. crying out loud. <laughs> my I new don't garage, understand the Saddam Hussein joke, though. My new garage door guy's not a guy. It's a whole business. Precision garage door of the Twin Cities serving the metro and, was, uh, and western Wisconsin. Uh, I've met these people. They really know what they're doing. Garage doors are heavy. Don't fool with it if it goes south on you. Call these people or get a hold of them on the interwebs. Uh, They're available 24-7. They don't charge extra for weekend visits, and they fix things correctly the first time, including installing a new door if you need one, rollers, springs, pairing your remote to your car, whatever you need, Precision Garage Door will help you. And uh, let me tell you something. They uh, they don't want to linger. They'll fix it Get her done. and move on because they don't. They know you would just be frustrated if they had to come back and back and back. It's a GL or own business. Let them know you appreciate that. Precision Garage Door. They fix garage doors correctly. Get help online immediately at PrecisionDoorMN.com. You know, the investment game can be awfully tricky, especially in these volatile times. And that's why you need the best and also somebody that you can trust. And that's why I rely on Josh Arnold. We know him as Mr. Money Talk around these parts. And he's here for you. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute no-obligation consultation by dialing 952-925-5608. 952-925-5608. Josh has been at this a long time with a track record of success, and he's here to help you. So give him a call today. No obligation. Obligation. That's right. No obligation. It's absolutely free. 952-925-5608. And tell them you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser. You know, it's not always a good idea to promote another podcast when you are on a podcast, but I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. Minnesota Masonic Charities is a wonderful, wonderful outfit that is very charitable, and they do great things for great people right here in the great state of Minnesota and surrounding areas as well. I'm talking about their podcasts. I'm talking about their scholarships, their buildings, focusing right now on the podcast called Minnesota Masonic Histories and Mysteries, powered by Minnesota Masonic Charities. Kevin Gorg, John Swite, I was on there a couple weeks ago, and it was just fun. We just kicked around. We talked about stuff. I invite you to check it out. If you want to learn more, go to mnmasoniccharities.org. That's their website. That's your landing spot. If you want to call them and have some questions about what they do or maybe some of the scholarships, 952-948-6200. Again, these are all garage logicians. They're doing great work for great people, and they want you to know about it. It's not the secret handshake place you thought it was way back when. They're open, and they want everybody to learn about their outfit. mnmasoniccharities.org. Let them know you heard it on the Garage Logic podcast. He's a Swifty. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Swifty bullets. Are we going to get into that? We can. All right. Um, this might come as a surprise to GLers, but Rich at Maple Grove Lock and Safe has another sale going on with Liberty Safes. What does that mean? Well, 
click over to maplegrovelockandsafe.com, then link up to the Liberty website. And first and foremost, you'll discover that online orders are 10% off everything they sell, everything. But I would actually advise you to get over to Maple Grove Lock and Safe, 6901 East Fish Lake Road, Maple Grove. Meet and, meet and greet the guy, Rich. He's the owner-proprietor. Have him school you on what's going on in store. It's a progressive deal. The more you spend, the more you save. It's in the form of instant and mail-in rebates. Once you meet Rich, you'll discover why I advised you to go there. You really need you need the guy. He can help you out. He can give you peace of mind and confidence that you're walking out of there with the right unit. Uh, but the Liberty Safe, obviously the best safe ever made right here in the United States. By Americans using materials procured here in the U.S., lifetime transferable warranties. And Rich, another reason to talk to Rich, setup and delivery. You're an adult now. You know, pay a guy. He'll do it for you. Check all of this out and more either in-store or on the website, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. I could listen to that kid play all the time. He's good. It's going through a, a period now that I think we all went through at his age. That period of like, uh, WTF is life all about? <laughs> right. What am I going to do? What, what is this? Right. What am I, you know? See, yesterday we learned, uh, that, uh, let me conclude the, uh, the advance on the Titanic by saying, you know, people do stuff. Okay. Right? They do stuff. Yeah. People, that's how you're going to summarize. They, uh, they snowshoe to the Arctic. The end. People they do They jump stuff. off uh, rocket ships. They launch rocket ships. Yeah, yeah. go to the South Pole. They yeah. go to the bottom of the ocean. But are they ever collectively this... What's the word? I was going to say stupid. That's probably the wrong Adventurous. See, I'm trying to stay away from stupid. Yeah, that, that's the wrong Some choice. people commute when they work from home. I mean, some people do stuff. You can't figure that out. What the hell are you talking about? You. you. Back in the day? You, you had your practice. I pretended. You I pret- had a pretend run. <laughs> that didn't place his life in jeopardy, though. It That's just opened point. him up for mockery. That's a good point. I'm trying to think. I don't think, and I'm a curious person, I, uh, other than riding motorcycles, which is ridiculous, Especially when next to you is some sort of hay wagon with these medieval points sticking out of an axle and you're about six inches from it. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I don't think I've ever done anything that, Have you ever, that would take your life. Okay, so you've never been in a position where, holy crap, I could die right here and now. Other you, than you, motorcycles? No. No. But, I mean, one time some nerve fell off, but I mean something you... Couldn't control, like, holy balls. It, it might be over right now. Nope. Wow. Reavers? Well, You've sure. Pushed out of Snow- a cab. Snowmobile, everything. Yeah, for sure. Such, I was on a mountain, an actual mountain top. I mean, think about a mountain top this wide, as wide as this room. Yeah. I had to turn the sled around. Yeah. Because where I was headed was just getting more narrow, and eventually you're going to drop. You know, no, five thousand feet. Unnecessary risk. And well, you're just an idiot. The process, but I'm saying the mental strain that that causes, knowing I've got to get this thing turned around or I'm dead. 
Well, that's just like those guys that but do the you free... Went, you went that far because people do stuff. Dumb stuff. Yeah. Dumb ass, I was going to say. The free climbers. Yep. Where they yeah. climb, and you don't know if... But when you get up there, you have to get down. Okay, have you guys been to Devil's Tower? I have. They do that constantly. Mm-hmm. Every day there's knuckleheads climbing that with no ropes. Well, how about the knuckleheads that climb... Everest? Office buildings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah Free like climbers. Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man. I, I don't like that. Like that raccoon in St. Paul a couple years ago. Remember, Urban, that was a big right. deal. That was a big deal. Well, one, Urban guys. Urban. One well-placed Urban shot. explorers. <laughs> Urban explorers. <laughs> going, going to the caves, to sewer, going to the sewers. Splunkers. Splunkers. Oh, my God. Whatever. Uh, God bless them. Uh, they ain't coming back. And uh, that's what happens when you go exploring. Okay. The end. The end. The end. The end. <laughs> we learned yesterday that Keith Ellison joined other attorneys general, presumably all of whom were Soros endorsed. I don't know that for a fact, but I'm willing to bet a dollar. It's a safe assumption. That uh, they wrote a letter to Target, uh, a thinly veiled. Uh, a thinly veiled request that Target not weaken in their uh, promise to sell pride clothing, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Because Target apparently got some threats. And in reaction to those threats, Target might have, uh, Target withdrew some merchandise, turned out to be satanic in nature, and moved some other merchandise. And the attorneys general were were displeased by that, mm-hmm. however thinly veiled, and were saying to the target people, well, you know, don't weaken. Call the cops if you feel threatened. All right. Well, it turns out from a variety of sources, including USA Today, which is hardly, <laughs> hardly a conservative news-gathering no. organization, no. that the truth of the threats has been, has been hidden. Uh, it's... These threats were made by the people desperate to remain marginalized. These threats right. were made by the lefties, and, uh, and as far as lies of omission are concerned, certain newsrooms are guilty of it. Following a spate of bomb threats, this story is dated today, today, uh, because this story is from The Hill, but it was also in USA Today. Uh, this story is in reaction to the letter the attorneys general wrote to Target. Uh, and as far as lies of omission are concerned, certain newsrooms are guilty of it following a spate of bomb threats leveled against Target stores. The threats were made by individuals who claim they're upset about the retailer's decision to remove certain Pride Month-related merchandise, not its decision to sell that merchandise. But you'd hardly know this from a casual glance at the news. Target stores see more bomb threats over Pride merchandise, the Washington Post reported. The subhead adds, locations that at least five states were evacuated this weekend and no explosives were discovered. Uh, I'm so confused. So wait a minute. You're telling me, this is a line you use all the time, that the threats were not from far-right nuts, nut jobs. I'm getting to that. Yeah. For selling this stuff. Right. The threats were, oh my word. Uh, And this is how the story's opening paragraph reads, Target stores in at least five states were evacuated this weekend and are receiving bond threats, although no uh, explosives were called. 
uh, found. One of the bomb threats widely distributed throughout the New England area accused Target of betraying the LGBTQ plus community. Another note, this time in Louisiana, accused the retailer's executives of being pathetic cowards who bowed to the wishes of far-right extremists who want to exterminate us. I, I, I'm shocked. We will not to- I'm not. We will not tolerate intolerance nor indifference, the note says. If you are not with us, then you are against us. Would you, based on the Washington Post front and center framing of the story, infer the bomb threats allegedly came from allies of the Pride of Movement? Probably not. And that's almost certainly by design. It's hard to imagine that the Washington Post, with all of its resources and institutional knowledge, simply forgot to include the who in the who, what, when, where, and why of the opening coverage. As for the who, the Post didn't even get around to mentioning the alleged culprits until the eighth paragraph. Seven entire paragraphs before the paper figured it was worth mentioning who supposedly made the bomb threats. That's not a buried lead. That's a lead so deep in the earth that the devil never found it. <laughs> Elsewhere, the Huffington Post went with the headline, Target stores in multiple states receive bomb threats over Pride Month merch. The bomb threats came amid a sweeping anti-LGBTQ campaign targeting corporations and employees promoting inclusive messaging. Amazingly, the lead read, Target stores in at least five states were evacuated over the weekend after receiving bomb threats in what appears to be a continuation of backlash against the real retail chain's Pride Month, Pride Month merchandise. It's an entire six paragraphs before the story also med- mentions who the alleged perpetrators are. Earlier this year, when conservatives successfully targeted certain brands over pride-related merchandising, many of the same publications that struggle now to explain the basics of Target's ongoing problems had no difficulty identifying the main players in the story. The Washington Post, for example, published an article called Conservative Republicans Embrace Culture War Extremes. The article begins thus, as the 2024 presidential contest slowly draws closer, the national political conversation is heavily centered on right-wing outrage about what are colloquially called culture war issues, including pride merchandise at Target. HuffPo, for its part, published a story in May called Target Slam for Removing Pride Merch Following Conservative Outrage. The lead reads, Target is under fire for its decision to pull some of its Pride Month merchandise from shelves. A move the company says was done to protect employees, but the critics say merely bows to pressure from anti-LGBTQ conservatives. Uh, well, it turns out it was the, it was the LGBT community that was angry that Target pulled this stuff. And didn't I read something to us yesterday about the specific brand or line of stuff they pulled because it came from a guy that was uh, um, basically a bad guy and uh, had, like, um, bad symbolism? What was it yesterday? Um, God, I'm going to have to look it up. I sound like an idiot. 
I, I, I'll look it up. All right. Let me look Joe, it up. Before you uh, go on to your next topic, yeah. we have breaking news in the Derek Thompson oh, case. Oh, yeah, I was going to get to that, How too. has he been charged, Chris? Joe, a Brooklyn Park, and funny enough, the Star Tribune's website is not loading, nor are any of the articles associated with their Twitter account, because that's where I was trying to get the official account from. Okay, but where I are you getting read, this from? This is from the Star Tribune, but this is a tweet they posted eight minutes ago. A Brooklyn Park man has been charged with 10 counts of criminal vehicular homicide in a Minneapolis crash that killed five young women. They they did name him in the article. I can see it in front of me, mm-hmm. but they didn't name him in the headline in the tweet. So they didn't charge him with third degree murder. They didn't, nor did they charge him with anything drug related, because I know that it was reported that he had multiple different drugs in his possession, including a firearm, correct, Kenny? Uh, not only that, um, but fentanyl. He had 250 grams, including two... 2,000 individual pills of suspected narcotics, which field tested positive for fentanyl, 13 additional pills, which field tested positive for MDMA, and approximately 35.6 grams of white powder, which field tested positive for cocaine, a Glock 40 caliber semi-automatic handgun with an extended magazine with live ammunition in the magazine was also found inside of the rented vehicle. Okay, but crucial to the charging decision would be the toxology report. Bingo. Because Mary Moriality can get away with a lesser charge if if it's going to be demonstrated that he was as high as a kite. And if these are therefore that re, that would absolve him from, if I'm understanding this correctly, that would absolve him from third degree murder, which is, well, I didn't really have anything against these people, but I guess I killed them. And she might be able to say, uh, the defense will probably say that uh, he was high and didn't know what he was doing, and therefore we can't really go after third-degree murder. We have to go after vehicular homicide. But if you're going to be charged with 10 counts, can they be served? Is it concurrently? Well, I don't know. I I, I just, uh, based on what we know of this fellow's uh, criminal history, he should never get out of jail. Five of the counts are for operating a vehicle in a grossly negligent manner. He did that. And the other five are for leaving the scene of a crash. Yeah, he did that. Well, I, you know, I mean, I don't know where Mary Moriality stands on this. I, I don't doubt that Mary Moriality thinks he's a bad guy. I, she's not that obtuse. He's not anybody that you would want to be lenient, though, on with his full record. But welcome to Minneapolis. I mean, yeah. How do you rent a car if you're that high? Anyway, I don't know that he was high. We don't know the reports right, of the yeah, taxology you're right. report. Okay, I, I found a trans designer whose Satanist brands yeah. was pulled by Target. Guess what? Seeing a huge surge in sales. Really? So this is not hurting him. Yeah, well, I don't think Target has any obligation to sell Satan stuff. Right. You know. Right. And, and they wisely pulled it and... Now we're at where we we are. I finally got the article to load here. I'll just read you the first couple of paragraphs. Ten counts of criminal vehicular homicide were filed today against the man, and this is the Star Tribune story, who blasted through a red light at 95 miles an hour. Not chased by the police. In a Cadillac Escalade on Friday night in Minneapolis, before he broadsided a car full of five young women, killing them. Derek Thompson, 27, of Brooklyn Park, was charged by the Hennepin County Attorney's Office with 
two felony counts for each victim and will make his first court appearance Friday, a week after the fatal crash. He's accused of being under the influence while driving, and charges say he had a gun and significant amount of fentanyl and other street drugs in the vehicle, which he fled from on foot before his arrest. And then they name uh, all the five poor young women that lost their lives. Uh, and then they do mention Thompson, the son of former DFL state rep John Thompson, was hospitalized for two days and has been jailed since Monday on suspicion of murder. But the attorney's office decided to not charge Thompson with third-degree murder, a potential charge seen in fatal crashes, and instead went with vehicular homicide. Five of the counts are for operating, as Rookie mentioned, uh, operating a vehicle in a gross negligent manner, and the other five are for leaving the scene of the crash. Um, and there's a lot more. I'll post this article um, to the garage logic well, page. Well, what has to be discerned is: uh, is he charged with vehicular homicide because Mary Moriality knows she can win that, or was he charged with vehicular homicide <laughs> because it cuts him some slack? Uh, I don't think I'm going to play devil's advocate. I don't think she's looking to smooth this guy's road. I can help you with that. Um, in this same article, the office received a deadline extension yesterday so it could get the results of Thompson's toxicology test and other additional evidence before filing charges. But office spokesman Nick Kimball said that they are still awaiting on toxicology and charges could be amended depending on what the results show. Hennepin County sees hundreds of criminal vehicle homicide cases a year, but this case is more egregious given the number of victims. Charges are determined on conduct, not the number of victims. Do you think, though, that they were pursuing these charges because they might be easier to convict? Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's okay. what we don't know. Okay. Let's let's charge him with something we can nail down. I'm for that. Yeah, yeah that's... And I don't want him out early again. That's if business, I charge yeah. him with third-degree murder... He could he could wiggle out of that, right. or wiggle a lesser deal. Right. Uh, but if I charge him with vehicular homicide, I really have a lot of evidence on right. my side. Yep. So I, that's else. what we. That's that's. I'm fine According with that. to court records, Thompson's sp- topped speeds of 95 miles an hour in the moments leading up to the crash. He rented the Escalade 25 minutes prior to the crash at the airport. Uh, Minnesota State Troopers found the bag of marijuana on the front passenger floorboard. Uh, a search warrant for Thompson's blood sample says that it required medical attention for a fractured hip and head laceration. Despite his injuries, Thompson ran away from the deadly crash to a nearby Taco Bell where bystanders called police. He was arrested and tested for drugs and alcohol at HCMC. And then it goes on to list his uh, citation in 2020 in California. Um, well, in 20, when he hit the pedestrian in 2018, that's when he had the 17 pounds of marijuana and more than 20 grand in cash. Mm-hmm. I just learned that. I thought it was this time. They also, the state of Minnesota, reinstated his license nine days before the crash yeah. on Friday. Uh, here's the deal. Uh, that Taco Bell is right there. Mm-hmm. It's literally right there. So he was going southbound on 35, or was he no. going northbound? North. Northbound. Northbound, yeah. okay. Jeez yeah. uh, uh, Louise. The hell was I going to say? I don't know. I don't know, but I want to get back to this story um, with Target. Do you mind? I know uh, we're bouncing all over everywhere right now. Well, we were talking about a lot of breaking news, so that's why we that's um, why we jumped on. Yeah, that. go ahead. This is, in my mind, just more proof that the media. I know. I, I hate to. Well, I don't mind painting with a broad brush. They're just wildly liberal. Yep. This this to me is evidence of a 
media cover-up almost. Mm -hmm. This is outrageous. We should have known this from the get-go. It's a business that's changed 100% in my lifetime. It, yeah, 100%. it's got to be really depressing for guys like you. Okay, but especially I don't even know where the paper is, where <laughs> the office is. Um, but you, but there were left-leaning reporters, uh, columnists, etc. Sure, but they weren't this upset. I was going to say P.O. No, they weren't this enjoined in the cause. Right. They weren't this. They weren't this loyal foot soldiers to the agenda. They were still reporting and their own agenda. You know, yeah. There was a point in this com- uh, country's history where a liberal, so-called liberal journalist, would see another liberal, say politician, doing wrong, and they would shout out loud and make mm-hmm. it known. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now it's all, you're either with us or you're against us. One side or the other. Yep. Which is, which is what the LGBTQ community, desperate to be marginalized. My God, the worst thing that could happen to them would be for them to be considered normal. Yeah. And, and we're trying to. Here, here's GL, of yep. all people. We're the ones who are saying, come on, let's, you know, we're go fine. to a ball game. Do let's go. Here, you got pink hair and you're wearing a dress. That's your deal. Go ahead. <laughs> Don't care at all. Uh, but the, you you don't want that. You want to be special. You want to be marginalized. Go bleep yourself. That's where the go bleep yourself part You're comes no more in. special than any of the rest go of us. Go bleep yourself. <laughs> go to work. Punch your time card. Let's go here. And, Let's do it. Then we have morons like the people that run the marketing for Anheuser-Busch who... Getting know, double windmilled. Yeah, Exactly. They try to they try to kiss one side of the aisle's ass. The other side comes out. Now they have both sides hating on them. Meanwhile, their stock keeps falling and falling. And then we have brilliant people like the the people that run the saloon in downtown on the week of pride. That's the second windmill. Eh? Say we don't serve Anheuser Busch here. Welcome. It's a <laughs> national story. They're getting coverage across the globe, and it's just uh, it's what a weird time we live in. And I know we veered all over, so I'll go back to Derek Thompson. Uh, These phony activists who try to, uh, they're not getting very far, by the way. They're not getting much purchase in this attempt. But they were trying to suggest that this is the cops' fault. Let's end police chases. These are people, remember, who would just as soon never stop Derek Thompson. That you, we, we are, we have been oppressed and victimized, right. and we should be able to get away with whatever we want to get away with. And you, police, are just an affectation of a flawed. Here we go again, a flawed founding of the country, and we want no part of it. So uh, we, we're going to protest and say that uh, the cops caused this. Well, they didn't. You're liars. You're phonies. And it'll get you one day. Someday that'll catch up to you. Mm-hmm. It just it's inevitable. We see this in so many different areas. Who was who was the the criminal that Kim Potter accidentally shot? He was being held up as some sort of Yeah, and he had killed a guy or yeah. wounded a guy so severely. Remember the BLM protest in Rook, front of the hotel? Who did Kim Potter shoot? In uh, Dante Wright. Dante in Wright. In front of the uh, condo building and the victim, the woman said, Stop celebrating this guy. He yeah. was tormenting me. He was yeah. trying to kill me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yamaha, Bentelli, and Scootstar electric bikes are in stock at EcoFun Motorsports, and they're on sale. You can take the evil hills go. out of your biking experience with an electric bike, and you can test ride one in Burnsville or at the Forest Lake store, and that's crucial. Get some help, pick the right electric bike, and test ride it. 0% interest for one year, and these bikes are on sale. All the scooters that turn urban errands into adventures are in stock and ready to ride. You can you get up to 100 miles a gallon and beat the man. Youth ATVs and dirt bikes. Buck 250. Four-seat EFI golf carts are in stock for $64.99. Oh, I think those are so cool. Aprilia and Moto Guzzi motorcycles in stock. Yamaha Tracer GT9 motorcycles in stock. Honest to God, the Vanderhall Carmel and Venice Roadsters in stock and ready to ride home. They're street legal. Everything's on sale. It's the EcoFun. Man, what a weekend coming up to get to EcoFun. In Forest Lake, it's on Highway 97, immediately west of 35. And in Burnsville, EcoFun Motorsports is on the service road of life near County Road 42. We're super positive today, which is good because Mike Schoonover's on the horn with us. Positive Thursday brought to us by Schoonover Body Works and Auto Care. They're in Shoreview, 1060 County E. Some very, very positive vibes coming from uh, your location today, Mike. How you doing? We're doing really good, Kenny. Really Really good Thursday. Uh, You're really close, aren't you? How close are we? We are. Well, we're going to be out of the trailer... uh, Tonight at five o'clock. Wow! And uh, we'll we'll have the trailer, both the, our mobile office. We're going to say adios to, and then our really really nice heated and air conditioned uh, restroom facility. <laughs> that's 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 what matters. I'm glad you have the priority straight. So uh, <laughs> for those of us that have been customers of Schoonover Body Works and Auto Care for a long time, what are we to expect with the new? construction, the new arrangement when we turn into um, your spot there off of County E? Um, I'm guessing everything's kind of moved and shifted. Is that right? Yeah. Once we have the new shop space available, uh, which will be, I think, the second or third week in July, uh, we will have, um, you know, we'll have more service technicians available. We'll be doing um, all kinds of service work. Customers will be able to uh, wait in a really, really nice lounge area. Uh, we even have a, a mini office for those who need to take a Zoom call or want to do some work and need some quiet. Really? So, uh, wow. Yeah, absolutely. Don't get any ideas, Kenny. Oh. Oh, you've read my mind. <laughs> but the waiting room in the front office and all of that, and Nikki, that's in a different spot, right? You, you, you're you in a new building. Yep, yep. That used to be under the... Uh, the new spot where Nikki and the customers will be will be where our, our overhang used to be. Okay. Um, and then underneath that overhang. What is happening with the old building? Uh, we gutted the offices and uh, transformed them into new space for really cool uh, break room area, lunchroom area, hangout area for the employees upstairs and a new locker room and and uh, it's it's just uh, it's just a really nice space for people to work in. Break room. You should explain that concept to Suture. He uh, he <laughs> does not endorse breaks or break rooms. 
Well, a break room, lunch room, meeting room, conference room. It's all. It's a multi-purpose room. Are we going to have a grand opening gala celebration when everything's ready to go? Yeah, I think so. I think August is going to be. Uh, I think we'll have all the finishing touches done by the time August rolls around, and that's uh, ironic because uh, the company started by uh, was started by my grandpa eighty five years ago in August. So oh, that's perfect. I think, uh, we'll have a we'll have a double celebration. Well, congratulations on the uh, the office and the uh, bathrooms. I'm glad you've had your priorities <laughs> straight. Uh, GLers, keep in mind anything you need related to your vehicle. It it can be had right there at Schoonover Body Works and Auto Care in Shoreview. They are the official body shop of Garage Logic. Always rated as one of the top shops here in the metro. Uh, you can find uh, find them on the web SchoonoverBodyWorks.com. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Kenny. Have a good day, guys. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Ladies and gentlemen, North American Banking Company. They have now become the official bank of Garage Logic, and I am a happy customer. I walked in a couple of weeks ago and signed up, and I want you to become the next customer of North American Banking Company. Six locations to serve you. My location's in Roseville, but you can also see them at 50th and France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new branch in Maple Grove. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as other banks, but with the service of a community bank. And North American Banking Company is locally owned and operated, which means, gentlemen, loan decisions are made here in the Twin Cities. They're not shipped out of state, and this helps business owners solve problems and expand their business with confidence. North American Banking Company deals with numbers every day, but you will never be one of them. They've been around since 1998, and they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers where you know your banker and they know you personally. So check them out online. It's nabankco.com, nabankco.com, North American Banking Company, member FDIC. Joe, they are an equal housing lender. Kenny, I want to tell you something, Kenny. Yeah. Stop looking at me. <laughs> what did you just do? I had two pair you of took glasses off a pair of glasses. Kenny, i tell you something. I want you to stop looking at me. <laughs> You are such a dork. You want a bad journalism story? I would like to hear one, yes. <laughs> I just thought this was so telling of modern-day news gathering. I have a very good friend who lives in Stillwater, and he lives in, and I didn't know this, I, I presume he did, he lives in what is called a pest house. It's on the National Register of Historic Places. Pest houses were the houses back in the day where whatever passed for the authorities put sick people. Yeah. And just really? left them alone, I guess, to die. Yeah. And, they, and they didn't know what else to do with these people that had some dreadful disease or whatever. So they lived in pest houses. And this guy happens to live in one. Like a leper colony. It, kind of. Yeah. Only he's got, it's a nice house. I mean, it just happened to have started its life. Limbs in the world. are falling off. I see. Uh, eyeballs. A, a bucket of I know fingertips. You see, we've been yeah. through the leper yeah. colony. Yeah. All right. And it's the crunch. The crunch when it falls Jeez. off. Do you want to hear the journalism party? Yeah. Do you want to talk about leper Tell me about your pest house. <laughs> And they always had the bad fairy, remember? Bad fairy. You know, had the Smoke big, bad, billowing. bald tire yes. nailed to the bow. <laughs> and then the people on the island say, here comes the fairy. They knew right you away. Know, yeah. as, if, fairy. as if running that fairy into something was yeah. going to hurt it. It was right. already run down. 
And so was the hospitals. Right. It was okay. Great. What about the captain that has to drive? He's got an eye patch. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, my buddy lives in a pest house. Okay. Good, very good friend. And he sent me the clip that the local Channel 9 did. They got wind of these things called pest houses, learned that there was one still in the metro, went to his house, but never left the road. They never went and knocked on his door. He was home. He and his wife were noticing the commotion on the street. and All you could see was the roof line of his house over the hedges. And they were saying things like, and here's an example of a pest house. And they explained what they were. These... People, they didn't go and interview him? These people from the nine didn't bother to walk 20 feet, knock on the guy's door and say, can we see your place? He would have given him a tour. That seems shady Isn't to that me. ridiculous? Yeah. Isn't that, that ridiculous? Yeah, that doesn't What really... was the point of that? No, if you're camped out in front of my house, you got the cameras rolling. You're going to go out and you're going to say, come on in or get the hell out of right, here. Right. I'm coming out with a shotgun on yeah. each hip. Right. I'll give you a past. <laughs> but I, I was reminded. Here comes your past. Wait a minute. This guy over here, not only would he roll out the red carpet oh for Fox Oh, my God. Nine, think about it. There'd be whatever. food. Oh, yeah. You guys hungry? I'm going to order some Devonis uh, if you want or some uh, not Carbonis. Only that, he would have called the 9, the 11, the 4, Tagged and the 5. everybody on social media. Alerted. Yes. Uh, you would have blocked me again. <laughs> yes. But isn't that something then later that night you see your, you, you see your roof line? On the news. Yeah. Above would, the hedges, while this woman, this gal, is standing out on the street saying, and here's a pest house. Why didn't you idiots go in there? I don't understand <clears throat> what the story would be. Just pointing out. The story, out a, well, it's, uh, you know, largest pumpkin grown in an Oka story. Okay. It's, it's just, yeah. uh, we How'd happen you, to discover How would you one. like to live in the uh, Mary Tyler Moore house? Uh, Every day. That's ended, hasn't it? Hasn't Every that ended? Day. Don't they? Uh, I they, think there's some hangers on, I bet. Huh? In the it height of sold, the popularity of the show, I never bothered to see where that house was. I used to ride my bicycle yeah. past it every day on my way to bare-ass beach on Cedar Lake. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. But when you arrived, everybody leave? <laughs> He's here. Yep. Fun's over. Here comes Fatty McGee. <laughs> On his bike again. In his C cup. <laughs> 2104 Kenwood Parkway. Oh, don't do that to him, Matthew. Oh, that's no. It's, nice. it's just, that's Matt, you don't need to do that. The statue is at 700 Nicollet Mall. Can I switch to the state of Michigan? Upper or normal? The normal. Go ahead, Chuck. Normal Michigan. I don't like the sound of this. A federal panel will not stop a Chinese electric vehicle battery manufacturer from setting up shop in Michigan, yeah. where $175 million in state taxpayer dollars is being spent on the project. Wasn't this hmm. Biden approved? Mm -hmm. I thought it was. The Committee on Foreign Investment in the U.S., which is an interagency task force, because the government's so big, we cannot account for anything, convened by the Treasury Department, said this week that the project was not in its purview under the Defense Production Act. We voluntarily submitted all the needed documents to the U.S. Department of Treasury Committee on Foreign Investment in the U.S. to be transparent and accountable and receive the response that it is not a covered transaction. Chuck Thielen, 
Goshen's vice president of North American operations. I'm already lost in this story, mm. but I'm I'm of the opinion now that we're saps for not going out and getting some some of this government money. That's we're just saps <laughs> on so many levels with so many different topics. We should have been there. Yeah, you, you wouldn't even be able to follow where I'm coming from. You'd you'd shuffle me off. To, well, how easy was it to steal food money in Minnesota? Right. right. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. I told you a scandal. thousand times we could have written a letter during PPP protection during COVID and Garage Logic, the city, would have gotten a big check. Yeah. Here's the headline, Fox News, Biden administration greenlights Chinese EV battery factory in Michigan despite local opposition. Shouldn't the locals take precedence over? Always, 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 always. The corporate bylaws of the China-based parrot company require the company to carry out party activities in accordance with the constitution of the Communist Party of China. What? Uh-huh. Uh, Republican Representative John Mulinar of Michigan, an opponent of the project, blasted the lack of action taken. Goshen has not disclosed the materials it submitted to CFIS. See, you got to, the, the government committee on foreign investment in the U.S. and has not released the NDA's non-disclosure agreements. It forced Michigan officials to sign. While it insists on secrecy, one document everyone has seen is the Goshen High Tech Articles of Association, where it pledges allegiance to the Chinese Communist Party and says it will carry out party activities. Then why in the hell do I have to pay for it? What? Why in the, the hell do you world? have to pay for it if you're in Michigan? Oh my you shouldn't Lord. have to. Today's announcement with Goshen from Goshen is not an approval from Cepheus with foreign investment, but another example of the broken Cepheus process where the government claims deals are outside its jurisdiction. Last year, Cepheus said it had no jurisdiction to block a CCP-affiliated company from buying farmland less than 15 miles from an Air Force base in North Dakota. You'll recall that Chinese corporations were buying farmland in North Dakota. And we apparently, because our government is so big, so layered, so unknown to each other, that we could find no... Uh, we could find no division of our government to block that. Incredible. The military and the local committee had to stop the deal because Cepheus protected to protect our nation's security. So maybe that deal was stopped. Uh, all I can tell you is that uh, we don't know what the hell's going on, and we're saps for getting the money. Democratic Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer has said the $2.4 billion Chinese project would bolster the state's status as the global hub of mobility and electrification. You don't want to be that. The global hub of electricity and... And in April, state legislators approved putting $175 million of state money into the construction of the Chinese plant. Macosta County, Michigan, and when I look it up, it's north... Of Grand Rapids, pretty much in the central portion of normal Michigan. Normal. Normal. What is normal? However, some local residents were outraged. Well, I certainly hope so. I'm angry. I'm angry that this vote was slipped into the agenda today with as little information as possible. 
so that people like me wouldn't know it was happening, local resident Marjorie Steele said, I'm angry that you, our elected officials, have ignored my community's pleas to table this vote until some small semblance of due diligence can be performed. I can promise you that we will not stop at the local level. We are tired of being abused and we are not alone. This is just this is not just a Macosta County issue. Townships and counties across the state are uniting, sharing resources, manpower, and grassroots activism. Your votes today, Senators, are lines drawn in the sand, she said. Well, you go, girl, and I hope you're right. And what the hell are we? We are the smallest citizens in the world. We really are. We are this we she- are a half inch tall. <laughs> Look at, look at the way we're being ramrodded in Minnesota. And are you amused as I am by the letters to the editor of people say, I love our state and it's just so happy for everyone. What, are you people crazy? No, I think no, they're, they're not informed. I think they're, yeah, ill-informed and ignorant. And they don't realize, well, maybe they don't pay anything. Or they're being penned by an anonymous person in the governor's office. Maybe they're being penned by the marginalized community. Could be. Yeah. What a bunch of BS. The same guy in the governor's office that said, we will not become um, a safe haven for extremist agendas here in Minnesota. We already have. Yeah, right. Exactly. We're we're, uh, we're, uh, extremists. Uh, don't no you, don't, you okay? don't, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that impersonation. Okay. It's not funny. Take a time out. Oh, okay. We can do that. Sure. Yeah. Since 1985, Air Mechanical has served the Twin Cities for their heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical needs. They can also help you with drain cleaning, duct cleaning, and indoor air quality. Serving the entire metro area. From general maintenance to full install, they got you. Furnace installs, boilers, heat pumps, garage heaters, and more. Air Mechanical employs top-trained tradespeople in the state of Minnesota. They operate with full integrity. They do things the right way, not the easy way. And their Total Solutions membership is like having Air Mechanical on retainer. Keep all of your home maintenance needs in one comprehensive membership. Select one tune-up a year and enjoy benefits like discounted maintenance, repairs, service, and equipment costs. Catch problems before they arise and keep your home's mechanicals running smoothly. We'd love it if you gave Air Mechanical a shout-out for any heating, cooling, plumbing, or electrical needs. Call or book online at thinkami.com. That's thinkami.com. KNL Surplus and Ammo is your one-stop shop for all firearms-related products and is the preferred choice among enthusiasts for over 25 years. Why? KNL Surplus and Ammo has one of the biggest selections of surplus and European calibers in the region, including 75 Swiss, 65 Swede, 765 Argentine, M1, Garand, 30-06, 8mm, and Mauser. KNL has a huge selection of non-corrosive ammo for vintage weapons. KNL Surplus and Ammo is veteran-owned and offers first responder and veteran discounts. Mention GL and receive a 10% discount. Find out for yourself why KNL Surplus and Ammo has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. Go to klgunstore.com. That's klgunstore.com. Truth, Justice, and the Suchery. Boy, my guy Chris and his company, Aim High Construction, they do a dandy job on all things related 
to construction, and I'm talking residential and commercial. He's the owner. His crew is just as committed as he is, 100% committed to your satisfaction. And it doesn't matter what you're thinking about construction-related, indoor, outdoor, roofing, siding, decks, uh, even commercial stuff, parking lots. He's done it all, bathrooms, basement. Uh, They really do amazing work, and they really do care about us, the customer. Get in touch with Chris. Do that um, via the website, aimhighconstructionmn.com. Um, and as soon as you do it, as soon as you can, get it, get things started here. They're very, very busy, but they like GLers. They like uh, putting us up on top of that list. When you go with Aim High Construction, you're going with very, the very best with personnel and the material they use. Get in touch with Chris today. Again, it's aimhighconstructionmn.com. Uh, so this weekend you have Back to the 50s. Yes, sir. Yes, about which I've not seen much advertising. Agreed. A lot of hot rods in the... Uh, I well, haven't seen a one. Yeah, a lot of them. I've noticed a few of them coming up 169, too. Over then the we week. have... It's Pride Weekend? Yep. Or yep. Uh, yep. the Parade Saturday? Yep. Parade and party in uh, Loring Park, yep. And it's, it's Swiftiabolis. Yep. And... That's right. The Sox are in town right now. Red Sox. No, but they leave to uh, the That's Twins Detroit. are on the road beginning tomorrow. Boston's oh. here. They're playing tonight. Okay, they're playing okay. at twelve ten. They're, they're the smart ones. They're, they're underway right town. now. It's not. It's five to nothing. But I am paying attention to five the show. to nothing. Who the Twins? Good huh. guys. And oh. the uh, you have it on TV? No, right there. No, he gets pitch by pitch. And uh, then you have the Taylor Swift. Uh, I'll, I'll be greatly relieved. Are when you that's playing um, done? Uh, chauffeur? No, they have that all worked out. The okay. only thing they don't have yet is the tickets. Oh, oh. minor oversight. Oh, oh, so they're ready to go. They if just you, don't have the tickets. Have you called your guy? He's in Italy. Oh, <laughs> what's the time zone difference there? World traveler <laughs> messing Seven hours? They're ahead of us. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Check this out. He did say. That I had to appoint someone to receive his email. I did. Oh boy! He did say that they'll get a a message an hour and a half or so before the show. Oh, then you don't have to worry. <laughs> well, I I don't even know what that means. Does that mean they'll get? Some barcodes they can put on their phone or something. My guess is it's going to be digital tickets only, which I I believe her entire tour. They're seven is hours way. ahead of us. It's and I trust the guy. I mean, he said you're you're good. Don't worry. Okay, but uh, I I might I might be uh, mutilated by these people if <laughs> if, yeah. if oh this I think that's happen. that's being what what very charitable. What time is kickoff? For the old Swifty? For Swift? I don't know. Does oh, she have an opening act? I would assume so. Apparently she does three and a half hours. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's a long concert. I bet she starts at eight. I'm sure the doors open. I did get a report that there are people gathered as we speak um, well, outside the bank. In their defense, wow. it's kids gathering because they she put on her uh, her merchandise is on sale today oh. and they were opening up the bank to let the kids come in buy the t-shirts the hats all the garbage uh, take and a you, selfie and yeah. you don't necessarily have to be a ticket holder of the concert to get how in how smart is that and they camped oh. out you're right Joe they camped out overnight these kids so uh you know i'm i it's up in the air uh 
and I, I, I don't think I'm dealing with people who are terribly understanding. I, I think they might. Uh, they might overreact. There could be an uprising. Got it. Uh, checkpoint. Well, that uh, six thirty p.m. is when they start the uh, Taylor Swift, Girl in Red, and Gracie Abrams. So Gracie Abrams must start at six thirty. Same for Saturday. That's they, Friday. They apparently have their transportation figured out. Okay. Okay. Uh, as I say, all they need is the tickets. And uh, my fingers are crossed. I'm sure it'll happen. Sure. Your guy's trustworthy. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Oh, I just came on close. So let me see if I understand He's this come undone. If, um, if, if, let's just say, there's no show on Monday... There isn't a show on Monday. Oh, okay, gotcha. But we already we already know that ahead of time. We can't do a show on Monday because we do not have production capability on Monday. Correct. But there will be shows the remainder of that week. That is correct. Right. How does that make you feel, Matthew? Uh, that very inferior. The business has passed you by. That's how I the used to feel inferior. when I got back into radio in the early 2000s. I once uh, patted myself on the back saying, I am the best board operator in this town. Nobody is quicker. But you, and the, I got back into the business, and I was literally the worst board operator that ever <laughs> lived. But this is something new since the last time you did it. Yes. yes. I could do the, the, I mean, I wasn't the best at it, but I could perform The business that. has passed you by. It really has. Now you're making me feel worse. Yeah, more complex. That's, my, that's what I was doing. Thank God for the airport, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I, to me, it sounds like a weekend in which uh, you don't don't even want to leave the house. Just stay. We're going to get some rain. Hidden. That's bad for the back of the 50s, guys. It will be a good indication, though, because we were talking about this on the, on the Weekly Scramble, that so many of these places, service industry-wise, that just decided to shut their doors... They can't all of a sudden just open for one weekend, which is what this weekend will be. Now, some probably are going to do that very thing, but if yeah. they weren't up and running for a while now, they can't just, you know. This this weekend is exactly what the Twin Cities needs. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We need yep. this. We well, I, 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 uh, I don't understand and would like to explore in depth at some point the uh, the socio sociological uh, phenomena that's taking place with Taylor Swift. It doesn't take place with Beyonce. It doesn't take place with Madonna. Yeah. Um, Madonna in her prime. Doesn't take place Not with like Britney this, Spears. Man. Not like this. Well, I think because when Madonna and and Britney, it's the social media that is driving this larger. What, what is the attraction? Is she she's an average songstress, isn't she? Uh, she writes I know she's songs. had a lot of number one hits and everything. But, but she's striking at the heart of the generation that has to be there or they're missing out so that yeah, they FOMO. can post about it on their FOMO. social media can platform. We, missing out? Yeah. Can we, as very, very old white males, um, can we try to be positive about this? I wish John was here to tell me if I'm right or wrong. I think she writes her own material. She does. I think yeah, she they can all come from... Yeah. Well, that's... That's respectable. I mean, to have that amount of that who, many hits. Who in town plays her? KS95? KS95 does. Probably KD. Cities, I would imagine, gets a song or two in there. No? Mm, I don't know. KD, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm for not sure, sure. I've ever Has heard country a song by her. still with her, or has she left country? I don't know. She's pretty much a pop star at this point. Okay. 
and apparently the most successful pop star in the history of the world. She's. You know, I've never seen anything like this. She is a. She's a grand mark. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, I can put in that because he, he had longevity, and every time he came out with something, he would do three or four shows in a city. So I would I would liken it to Michael Jackson and but his But she's prime. not as nuts as he is, is she? No, she's pretty straight-laced, I think. She's probably savvy, very savvy. If when Garth her, Brooks came to town in the late 90s, he did, what, 13 straight shows at Target Center? Are you kidding me? Because U.S. Bank, it was really? 12 or 13. Jeez. But, wow. And yeah, we had the dome, but the dome was a dumpster fire for sound. It was, oh, awful. It was awful. Apparently, so is U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah, U.S. Bank isn't it's very big. good. If you have a good seat for U.S. Bank, the sound quality is just fine. Well, How about Kenny, a seat? Kenny, have a good seat. How yeah. about any seat? Nice right. seat, man. We'll get you in. I'm going to give you all the update on Tuesday. I mean, well, maybe even by tomorrow, I'll know. You should live tweet this current situation. No, I don't. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Uh, I have to stop sneezing here. Can you take a time out? Well, and we when we come back, I have something to reveal to you. All right. What I really need you to do is tell me to, to, to get rookie with the fine folks from Escape With Us Vacations. Oh, I love doing this. I love talking about Escape With Us Vacations. And the reason why is because of the fact that you can have a wonderful, wonderful time, a wonderful, wonderful trip, because I am going to be leading a trip to Croatia next July. What if my allergies July. are flaring up and I really got to blow my nose during this trip? Then that Croatian air is just going to be wonderful for your nostrils. Got ozone. Go to uh, Escape With Us Vacations. Dot com, and it's going to be a $500 per person down uh, deposit, and it's 50% refundable up to February 28th of 2024. I'm not going to read all the details here. I want to talk about what a great trip this is. When you go to escapewithusvacation.com, you're going to learn exactly what you need to know. So that's all you got to do. Go to their website, click on the Croatian trip, and see the Adriatic King. Check out the beautiful pictures that they've taken from prior trips. I'll tell you, the last one they went on, some several garage logicians went on it, and they absolutely had the time of their life. So it's just that simple. It's next year, July, in July 2024. I'm leading a trip to the coast of Croatia. Check them out online at escapewithusvacations.com. But don't delay, because spots are filling fast. Tell them Rook sent you. Joe, did you know it's mosquito season? So if you're like me, get in touch with the fine folks at Mosquito Shield, owned and operated by a couple of GLers. It's Ray and Mike, a father and son team that own two franchises right here in the Twin Cities. And getting rid of mosquitoes and ticks, that's their expertise. They're not like other pest control companies that also spray for bugs. They only focus on the mosquitoes and the ticks. And that's important because they use a proprietary blend that is specifically formulated to rid your yard of mosquitoes and ticks. And it was invented by the founder of Mosquito Shield, and it's used exclusively by the company. You just can't go buy this stuff on the shelf at Fratelloni's. No, they're going to take care of you and your yard. They come out every 10 to 17 days for an application, and they do so until the mosquitoes and ticks go dormant. And they also stand behind their work. If for any reason you need them in between applications, they will do an additional service call at absolutely no charge. And that's because they want you to choose when it's time to go inside, not the mosquitoes and the ticks. So find them online right now, moshield.com. That's moshield.com and just put in your zip code and you're going to find them. Or just give Kelsey and Mike a call directly at 612-619-1556. You mentioned GL and you are going to get $50 off your service. 
Not a Garage Logic Town Council member. Here's what you're missing. So I've avoided it for seven weeks, but today I bought my first pack of gum. And read the uh, email from the sales no. guy, Ron. Yeah, I talked to him about it. His name isn't Ron. For $100. His last name's Ron. Well, um, I got that right. You did. <laughs> so I've discovered what chewing gum does. Nothing. It makes you cocky because you got this. Hey, how you, how you hey. doing, huh? You, know, makes you, you got a problem? Hey, hey, hey old man. Hey, hey. You, step up? you want to dance, old man? Yeah. Let's go. You see that with a lot of uh, youth baseball coaches, Kenny. They do the, the gum chewing. Chewing hey, the gum. Hey, hey, hey. hey watch hey. a pitch here. Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic with unfiltered audio and video access, invites to exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at garagelogic.com. <clears throat> It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. Yeah, my nephews, the Wrenching Twins, they come up from Austin, Texas every year, spend the summer up in Minnesota, and all they do is make money, man. They they buy and sell mowers, they mow lawns, they, you name it, they do it. There's always dollars involved. They're, get, they're giving me a lot of pressure. to. Uh, they know I came down to the Twin Cities. They said, you're coming home with a couple of Toro My Rides, aren't you? <laughs> they want me to set them up with Toro uh, My Ride suspension zero-turn mowers for the mowing they do here in Minnesota. And now would be the time to do it. Uh, stop into Tri-State Bobcat. I could, I guess, on the way home. Burnsville, Hudson, Little Canada. They have the Metro covered. Um, And the reason I do it is because of this rebate. Toro has now increased the rebate on the 54-inch MyRide Zero Turn to $500, giving us a final price of $4,199. And the reason, I mean, let's admit it, I work in this business, so I'm flat broke all the time. I I do it the old-fashioned way. You can use this discount with the 0% financing for 42 months. That has Kenny written all over it. I mean, that means you're going home today with a Toro MyRide suspension zero turn. Um, And you know what? That 500 doesn't have to be on the 54-inch. They have that rebate available on most standard MyRide time cutters, uh, excluding one of them, the Havoc. Uh, The final price on the Toro 50-inch time cutter, that's still $37.99 with a whole lot of warranty thrown on top of it, a five-year extended. Uh, It's a $460 value. You find these babies in the Metro at Tri-State Bobcat and soon-to-be Highway 8 in St. Croix Falls. They're opening very soon there. We've got Hudson, Little Canada, Burnsville, Mankey's Equipment down in Owatonna, and soon-to-be St. Croix Falls. Find them on the web, tristatebobcat.com. So, uh, Suge. Yeah. Turns out, I, I don't like to be mean to MnDOT because uh, I, I, you know, I have to work with them on a daily basis. But these jackasses at MnDOT are 21sters. Really? <gasps> I know what you're going to say. 32 minutes ago, <laughs> one of these some bitches at MnDOT tweets a, a tweet. The days start getting shorter today, oh. and you know what that means. And they tweeted a photo <laughs> of two snowplows no. working on a snowy day. No. They already have 64 likes and 28 comments, which are all negative, including me. <laughs> they're 21sters. Mindon is their 21sters. They're looking forward to winter. I never thought I'd see the day. What, what did our parents lie to us about? Everything. For virtually everything. You know what's officially a lie? A Tooth myth? fairy, Easter bunny. Uh, there's no such thing as having to wait 30 minutes 
after dinner. I thought it was 45. Whatever, mm. before you go swimming. Uh, I got that That's one, That's a yes. myth. I was told you're not, you can't swim yet, you just ate. Yep. That's a myth. This is according to the American Red Cross. It's, it, I got it on the, in, the, in the Verify segment that uh, the CARE 11 website runs. I love the Verify mm-hmm. segment. Mm-hmm. It's a myth. They lied to us. You know why? They had to have a cocktail. They weren't oh, done. I'm sure, yeah. And, and they, they One didn't, more martini. They didn't want to have to get up and walk down to the lake. So they invented this BS about oh no, you 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 got all that pasta sitting on your gut. You can't swim yet. There's no evidence of that. No proof. No medical. Uh, nothing. Nothing. You can swim at well, any time. And they they didn't. You can swim while you're eating. Yeah, they didn't specifically say. They would just say you're going to get an upset stomach. Mm-hmm. That's assuming our parents. We're watching us when we were swimming. Well, that's the point. They didn't want to watch you, so they said, you ain't going near the lake for another 30 minutes, which was their way of saying, make me another one. Yeah, quick, one more. (laughs) This Red Cross reviewed 50 years of scientific literature about eating and swimming and concluded that eating before swimming is not a contributing risk for drowning and can be dismissed as a myth. Hmm. They lied to us. What about starving children in Africa? Oh, well, China. we always used, but they oh, threw China. that at us too, and we always would say to my father, "Name two. <laughs> <laughs> what about eat or you'll go blind? That one, I I didn't have any uh, admonitions. Matthew, you given still you. see pretty well. You are wearing cheaters. Well, my eyes my eyes ain't what they used to be. Let's just put it that way. You just had two pairs of glasses. <laughs> yes, on. I still couldn't see. I can't think of a better reason that that better reminds you to have the Aquaside on board. These kids are they don't have to fall for your BS anymore. Yeah. They're going right back well, to your weed free beach and go swimming. But you know what it said? You know what it said about us? We weren't very sophisticated children. Or smart. You know, we just we just took it. <laughs> yeah. You know, kids these days are like, well, why? What what yeah. sickness am no, I going to get? Go right to the Google. <laughs> yeah, right away. Yeah. yeah, we just said, oh, we okay. froze like stone. Right. I don't want to die. I just ate. <laughs> no, you call Aquaside at one 9350 or go to aquaside.com. Check it all out. Don't believe your parents. In fact, well, you just use your parents to get to Aquaside to get the products to keep the beach. Free of weeds and algae, and let me, I got news for you. Yeah, you got the uh, you know the cousins are over the whole family. The minute you get done wolfing down that last piece of cherry pie, head for the lake. Jump in. Head for the lake, because they can't stop you. They're <laughs> lying to you. You get to go swimming right away, especially if the beach has been kept free of weeds I, I by Aquaside. I don't know if we should do that. No, no, I'm cramping yeah. up. Yeah. Ah, you're fine. You're all right. <laughs> Minnesota has become a safe haven for kids that want to swim <laughs> right. immediately yeah. after eating. It's a lie. <laughs> All because they come to us all the way from Fernandina, the villages, Florida, from the traveling Lymans on this date Ooh, June in Minnesota 22nd. history. This guy always, you, you come from an important part of the state, Reavers. On this day in 1806. What did we do in Faribault? Alexander Faribault was born in Prairie du Chien, Wisconsin, to Jean-Baptiste Faribault and his wife, Pelagie Faribault, a Metis woman of Dakota and French descent. Hmm. Alexander became an influential fur trader and politician in the 1840s. Hmm. It was on this day in 1861. June 2, 2. 
The 1st Minnesota Volunteer Infantry Regiment departed Fort Snelling for Washington, D.C., eventually finding both glory and death in the Civil War, and I might add, another reason to take your reparations and uh, try somewhere else. We were down there dying. Mm-hmm. On this day in 1919... Are you talking about 622? Three windstorms hit Fergus Falls on the same day. Jeez. 51, wow. 59 people died. Are you kidding me? No. 1919, 59 people died during three different windstorms hitting Fergus Falls on the same day. Ooh. I wonder why they weren't called tornadoes. Maybe they were just straight line heavy winds. Mm. We could use a good storm around these parts, couldn't we? Well, yeah, we but I don't rain. want it to be Saturday. We just don't get storms. We need rain. It must be climate change. Probably. Must maybe, be man. Maybe Greta was just off by a little bit. Yeah, Greta said we were going to die the other day, and we didn't. It's just, well, you know, this has never happened before. We've never had a year this dry. Well, never. It's never had drought before. Maybe the 30s. This is uh, fine. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, GLers. We'll see you tomorrow. Oh, we didn't mention the Garage Logic oh, yes. 30th anniversary sale going on right now. We're all new. Uh, Garage Logic shirts are available for you. T-shirts, long sleeve tees, hoodies, and women's sizes. You can see it all right there on the main page, garagelogic.com. And town council members receive a 10% discount. Look at your email for the promo code. What a great deal. So if you were a town council member already, you're getting that. If you would like that incentive, then go to garagelogic.com and sign up for the town council. 10 bucks a month or 100 bucks a year gets you a $10 Fred Loney's Hardware and Garden Store gift certificate just for being a member of the town council. But the best part is priceless inside information during the listening to what we're talking about during the breaks, giving each other a bunch of crap, etc. The Garage Logic Town Council. Subscribe to YouTube, uh, to Garage Logic on YouTube, and check out Pod MN for all other podcasts. It is time once again that we pick up the phone and we make the call to our guy, Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold is with us once again, and now's the time for you to do the same. So do not delay. Pick up the phone and dial 952-925-5608. That number, once again, is 952-925-5608. You call that number, you get Josh, and you will always get street talk. You will never get sugar-coated advice, and Mr. Money Talk is with us once again here in Garage Logic. And boy, Josh, it just still continues to be all about the Fed, but you'd also like to touch on the Magnificent Seven today. Yes, I would. It's still about the Fed, and I'm not going to continue to say that I believe that the Fed is wrong. I think the Fed has overstepped their bounds at what they're doing. I think the Fed is dealing with some issues that no matter how high they raise interest rates, certain issues are not going to change. The Fed is trying to put brakes on the economy, and at the same time, you have the fiscal side of of the ledger, the spending side coming from, we'll say, uh, Congress and the administration that continues to spend money at a very, very high rate. So that makes the Fed's job extremely difficult. This is opposite to what happened during the Obama administration, where the Fed was trying to get the economy stimulated by lowering interest rates because there was almost no growth and inflation was 
negligible at best. During that administration, they continued to put the brake, I'll say the fiscal side was putting the brakes on the economy, and the Fed was trying to stimulate the economy. Now we hit the administration. Fiscal policy is trying to stimulate through infrastructure spending, among other areas, and the infrastructure spending is definitely needed. And the Fed at the same time is trying to put the brakes on. The Fed keeps seeing inflation and says inflation is sticky, which we've covered before. The Fed would like to see is of the belief that if we raise interest rates high enough, they can bring down the two parts of the economy where inflation is sticky, employment and wages, and the other is housing prices. Housing prices, to some extent, is not only a supply and demand issue, but it's also a commodities-related issue. Price of commodities has come way, way down, which we've discussed. Housing prices have essentially leveled off, but there's still a shortage of houses. There's, in many areas, a shortage of apartments. That pricing makes up about a third of the core CPI number, which the Fed uses. In terms of wages, no matter how high the Fed raises interest rates, you're not going to stop spending on health care, education, and or government services. You know, those areas continue hiring and uh, wages continue to go up in those areas. People still get sick. They still go to, to school and you still need government services. On the other hand, manufacturing has come down, but there is still a shortage employees in labor and hospitality. And until spending, you know, comes down in, we'll say those services, that's still going to, to be there. So in my estimation, the Fed is not really reading what's going on in the total economy. Of course, the Fed only has a hammer to deal with all the issues, we'll say a full to toolbox. continues to dominate some of the macro of the, of the market, while the micro, that's individual companies, there you can see in many areas, sales continue to grow and earnings are continuing to grow. And the market growth is actually broadening out from the Magnificent Seven, that being Apple, Amazon, Alphabet, also known as Google, Meta, slash Facebook, NVIDIA, and Tesla. There have been some people today that have said, well, you know what happened with the Magnificent Seven? There are only two left standing, Steve McQueen and Yule Brenner. And the question then becomes, which of, the, of these seven stocks will be left standing? Today, Tesla got its ratings cut by Morgan, by Morgan Stanley saying the stock is is a little bit too expensive and too highly valued for where it is right now. A few analysts have gone after favorite Apple with some downgrades, most on concerns about slowing iPhone sales coming up. Well, it's just that part of the year where iPhone sales will slow before we start the cycle of the next iPhone. Amazon, however, has gotten some big pluses, and Amazon has their summer Prime Day coming up, July 7th, and typically the stock moves up until Prime Day is completed. I still say with coming into the summer, it makes sense to have a good cash position in your portfolio to deal with any upcoming pullback and enable you to buy some of your favorite companies at a slight discount. Earnings season does not start for a few weeks. 
Until then, just keep on your toes. We're always here to help. Excellent, excellent advice, Mr. Money Talk, as usual. GLers, you heard him. Now's the time for you to pick up the phone and make the call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by doing just what I did. Pick up that phone and dial 952-925-5608, where you're always going to get straight talk and never, ever sugar-coated advice. Josh, as always, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great rest of your day, a fantastic weekend, We'll call you again next week. Look forward to it, Chris. Thank you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.